Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome to Sugar Coated. I am so excited that you decided to tune in and listen to me, Jennifer. I am your host and I am going to be talking about many different topics. Nothing is off limits, people. Nothing. So grab your drink, sit back, enjoy the show. In this episode, I sit down and chat with Michaela on what it means to be a mother, having the title of stepmom, the transition that comes with being in a blended family, and how she is leaving her legacy through her successful blog. She manages all of this at just 23 and is wise beyond her years. I'm happy to have you on. No, this I'm is... super excited though. I've been telling like everybody about it too. So they're really? like, oh my gosh. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm not good. <laughs> Hair flip, whatever. Yes. Yes. So last time I saw you was um, Peru, right? No. When's last the last time you saw me was um, Jared and Savannah's baby shower. Oh, that's. Oh, wait. No, no, I wasn't were... there. Yeah. Okay, maybe you're right. I mean, I you was on there. FaceTime. So yeah. technically, but, but in <laughs> yes. person, yeah, it was Peru, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot about the baby shower. I know. Oh my God. That seems like ages ago. And now he's it was like, so cold. I know. And he's here. He's so cute. He, is, he has so much hair too. I know. I was like, Silvana, did you have serious heartburn? Right. <laughs> right. He has a lot of hair. It's so crazy. Oh my, my mom just left there cause she was, um, visiting because she's obsessed justifiably so oh yeah <laughs> and his hair is like mohawking it's like just doing <laughs> this straight up thing so cute i'm so happy for them too i know i was so excited whenever they announced it i know and it was so unexpected so really i and... thought it might have been planned but no it was super unexpected from what the story she tells us. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, we were all super excited. It's so interesting to see like him in that space, to see yeah. my brother in that space. So for those of you who are um, listening, my brother just had a baby, so I'm officially mm-hmm. an auntie. It's super exciting. I and love that name, auntie. Don't you feel like you know so I know. great? I know. I'm it's, aunt too. So it's it's different. Because, yeah. well, and it's kind of sad, too, because they're so far. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, watching him on the, you know, social oh, media yeah. and stuff. I'm like, I just want to hold him. Yeah. <laughs> so I need to plan a trip out there. He'll be, yes. like, four by the time. <laughs> <laughs> by the time I can finally get out there. Hopefully not. I mean, I could mm-hmm. drive, but it's pretty Or they could come to you. Yeah. I'm sure, we'll, I'm sure I'll see him before his first birthday. fingers crossed right so um I just wanted you to kind of give a little intro to yourself what you got going on what has changed since the last time oh so much it's wild because Peru was Cashin was a baby yeah he was I was a new I was a new mom at that time yeah and now he's three and a half almost four Aww. Is what he tells me, but he won't be four till November. Oh, he said he tells you he's almost four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, cute. buddy, he's got some time. But yeah, um, no, I mean, a lot has changed since then. Um, I kind of grew up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't know if everyone knows, but I'm so young. I am a wife. I'm a mom of two. I have an extra son who is seven. Yes. Um, and then, like I said, my my baby is three and a half, mm-hmm. and I'm only 23. Oh, wow. So yeah. I had Amir when I was 21, but, so I can relate. And it's yeah. um, it was challenging. At the time, we didn't make it quite to marriage, but we were engaged. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was just like, it grows you up, like, instantly. Quick. Instantly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm I was looking at his dad, like, are you going to... You gonna grow up with me, or am I just doing this alone? <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, no, I because I met Aiden, so my extra son, and I say yeah. extra or bonus. I do not like the word step. Yeah, it just sounds. The society has put step into like an evil category. Yes, and I'm not evil. He's not evil. Right, I so agree. I, I call I Sammy my extra. bonus too. Yeah, extra or step. 
um, just like, you know, you like extra queso. So yes. It's always a good, <laughs> a good thing. Um, I met him when he was two. Oh, wow. So same. Old. Sam, too. So we have that mm-hmm. in common. Yeah. yeah. Sammy was about two. Maybe he was two and a half. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's 12 now. So it seems like ages ago. Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. Time flies. I always tell them that every birthday that comes around, I'm like, I've been in your life now for five years. Yeah. It's wild to me. I have been that person for you for five years. I know. It's crazy to stop and think about. Like, I I didn't actually give birth to you, but two is such a tiny age. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's an age where, you know, you are, you're in their life and you're that mother figure. Right. And it, I'm the same, like with the step category, it doesn't change for me. Two is so Mm -hmm. little for me. It's like different if you come in at 16. Right. That's hard times. (laughs) Right. That's hard hard times. times. But even still, like my dad, Daryl, like I call him my dad and he, my mom, I guess they got married or they reconnected when I was 18 or 19, but it's so different now being 37 where I'm at. And I look back and I'm like, even though he came in at 19, he was pretty much present for all of my adult life. So it's like chapters, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's crazy to think about being a a step quote unquote parent. Yeah, It's not easy. It's, no. it's a, they're big shoes to fill because you're having to, you don't want to replace and you want to make sure that you assure, you know, your son that you're not replacing, but you're just there to help and assist right. and when mm-hmm. mommy isn't right. And right. so that's kind of like how I view it and explain even to Sam and have explained to Sam growing up. I was just like, I, you know, I help your mommy. Me and your mom mm-hmm. are in this together. Like, we're a yeah. team, you know? We're helping mm-hmm. the ratio. Now, and do y'all have a good, like, a good co-parenting relationship? Yeah. So, a lot of people that I tell the story to, they think... I get a <laughs> lot of side eyes, like, mm, Because I just think it's, it's so stigmatized mm-hmm. to have a good relationship. But I've been... I'm huge on co-parenting and people raising the kids together. Cause for me, it's like, they didn't ask to be here right? and they had no choice, you know, mm-hmm. in the situation or circumstances that they landed in and having a broken home and then having to have a blended family. Um, so even with Amir's dad, my oldest, we made it kind of made a pact, like whatever happens with us, we're doing this together. Mm-hmm. And so when I met Jesse, my husband, I, um, you know, I encouraged that. It was like, we don't, I'm not, I don't like conflict, which is, <laughs> which is probably, um, an oxymoron for my personality because I'm very yes. forward <laughs> and I'm very mouthy, yes. but I genuinely don't like conflict. I just don't feel like there's a need for it, especially mm-hmm. parenting. So I've worked really hard to maintain a relationship with, um, Sam's mom and Jesse with Amir's dad. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we've, we've come together on birthday parties. We have come together on Christmas. It's, it's just better for the kids, you know? Yeah. That's a goal of mine for sure. Yeah. Well, so is there a little friction there or? Yeah. So like in the very beginning, and I say this with like my own opinion on how I feel with all of it. Um, I feel like in the beginning it was fine because it wasn't so serious. Right. Like Travis and I were together, we were living together, but would this end up to being what it was today? And I think the more Aiden started to see me as that mom figure, Mm -hmm. the more things got a little troubled. Um, And it was actually so funny. I was talking about it to one of my friends who is a bonus mom too. Yeah. I, cause I grew up in a blended family too Mm -hmm. for a little bit. And I came into the relationship with my husband, um, like, this is my vision of how it's going to be. Right. Not taking in consideration, like, my husband's vision or my husband's ex's vision oh. of how this was going to be. It was just, like, my way of how I am right. going to do this. Um, so trial and error, for sure, for the first um, couple of years. And we're still rocky. Sure. Um you know, I go to counseling mm-hmm. for it personally. My husband and I go see a blended family counselor. Oh, wow. I didn't know every, those existed. 
Yeah, no, she's amazing. Wow. Um, Jessica Patterson, she's in Round Rock. She's absolutely, and she's actually a bonus mom too. So oh, okay. Fun. So yeah, great. Yeah. So, I mean, reading books, talking to other people who walk our same journey mm-hmm. has really helped me kind of like, whoa, your intentions were good, Michaela, but how you went about it was not okay. Sure. There's things like I wish that I could do over, mm-hmm. um, but I've learned from them. Mm-hmm. And now with the help of my tribe, it's just, it's better how I feel in right. my role as Aiden's extra mom. Um, so we're cordial. We'll say hello. Mm-hmm. It's very respectful in front of Aiden, but each family is apart. And so ideally, if you had a magic wand, what are the two top things you would change with that situation? Respect. Okay. And acknowledgement. Okay. So your your thing is you feel like, is there a little bit of, um, well, you're not his mom. And so do you feel like you that energy on the receiving end? Um, I just feel like there's an expectation for my husband and I to be at, and we're okay. not at that. Okay. And so that's when I feel like we're not respected. Gotcha. As, you know what I mean? Yes. That's how I feel. Have you sat down and talked to her? Just you two? Um, we've had a couple of talks within the past five years. Um, this past year, it got kind of dirty. Yeah. Um, we've been, you know, in and out of mediation, stuff like that. I'm thankful that we never had to go to court and that they mm-hmm. were able to get to an agreement. Yeah. Um, but I don't need to. Yes. Okay. I don't need, I don't need to validate my love for Aiden. I think it's pretty clear Yeah. That he loves me and I love him. And I tell Aiden too, like anytime, cause Aiden does talk to me about certain things. And mm-hmm. this year, since he was in kindergarten, all he knew was I have two moms. I have two dads. Right. Like that was his norm. So when he went to kindergarten this year, he saw like, whoa, not everyone's like that. Right. Yes. And that was, he started asking questions and like why they're not together. Mm-hmm. And I, I simply told him, you know what? God bless your mom mm-hmm. and your dad with you. Right. And then he knew that your dad mm-hmm. and me needed to help your mom and dad. And that's right. why we're here. And you're so lucky to have so many people love you yes. for you. That's a conversation that's important to have to, so yeah. that, so that the fear of things changing, mm-hmm. right, is, um, it's, it's huge for kids. And I think yeah. that like when a perfect example, Jesse and I decided to have Kiana together, mm-hmm. Amir was against it. Like he was the biggest, Probably. he was like, I don't want you guys have another kid. And like, he would, he just wanted it to be him and Sam. And in his mind, he barely could understand why Sam had to be a part of it in his, at the time he was, gosh, we've been together so long. I just don't even remember. <laughs> They're four years apart. So at the time, Amir was six. Okay. Um, when, when we blended our family. But when I had Kiana, he was... She's five. He's six. So he was 11. Okay. That's a, a vulnerable age still. Cause you're mm-hmm. just like, how's this going to look for our family? Things and, are changing, changing with you alone. Yeah. But things are changing with your family. Like, whoa. Yeah. So I actually, I was hell bent on things being as normal as possible for the kids because I, um, had a very rocky upbringing, you know, mm-hmm. Jared and I, um, we were split when he was 10 and I was 17. We we're split apart. And now that I have an 11 year old looking back, mm-hmm. it gives me more of an understanding of the damage that can be caused yeah. at that age, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I just had to really be delicate and, and tell him, you know, nothing's changing. If anything, you're getting additions. You're getting yeah. More people, like to your point, more people to love you, more people to mm-hmm. care for you, more people to raise you. Right. I think at first, if I'm going to be completely transparent, I was in the position you're in with mm-hmm. Sam's mom. Um, I think maybe she wasn't quite sure about my position in mm-hmm. Sam's life. And I can totally relate to that. If yeah. Jesse and I were to split up, God forbid... And he started dating. I would want to know, like, how this person's going to impact Kiana. And Absolutely. So I, I could understand that just as a mother. 
mm-hmm. like her confusion or apprehension and just more importantly like feeling me out like what are you about yeah. what are you going to teach my kid they're going to be around you what influence do you like how big of an influence do you have on my child and like you said god forbid something happens like yeah. i i joke with travis i'm like oh you think you had it bad like just wait i know you i yeah. know everything about you yeah so i and and that's why i think i went wrong the first year was that I didn't put her feelings into consideration. Sure. And all I thought was me and my feelings. And then when I had Cashin, I was like, whoa, who did you think you were? Yeah, you understood, and, right? Right. And mm-hmm. I go back to two, and I, you know, I don't like putting the age in there, but I met Aiden when I was 18 years old. I got pregnant at 19. So going from growing up to being a stepmom mm-hmm. to being a mom, it was just like, well, you need to really, really reevaluate yeah. how you're doing things. So, no, I totally agree with you on that. You have to be super careful. And I think life is, um, it's funny in that way because it teaches us all these lessons, right? Like you said, it, at first you, you were selfish, but I'm sure at the time nobody could tell you that, you know? <laughs> and now that you've had your own experiences and you're a mom yourself, you kind of can relate in that way to Aiden's mom and you guys have that in common, but it's almost like sh- there's still a bad case yeah. there from yeah. previous years, right? Mm-hmm. And so the only thing that I, if I could give any advice for even people listening, because I'm sure we're not the only ones who, Absolutely. yeah, who, who have to deal with this or know how to handle it, is consistency. I mm-hmm. think that as the bonus mom, the bonus dad... It's our responsibility, unfortunately. I say unfortunately because I'm both a bonus mom and a regular (laughs) mom, right? So it's like, it's kind of hard sometimes to separate the two. Mm -hmm. Because in my mind, I'm just a mom. Yeah. But being being an additional parent in somebody else's life is difficult. Extremely. Even still now, like I've been involved in Sam's life for 10 years And I still find myself holding back with certain parenting methods or Mm -hmm. I'm more conscious of like the things I say to him or than I am with my own kids just because, you know, it's always in the back of your head and it kind of in that way, it kind of stinks because then I'm not, I have these conversations with myself a lot. Like I'm not fully momming him the way that I do Kiana and Amir and that's Mm -hmm. kind of a disservice to him. Yeah. But then there's, like, I, I also don't want to step on any toes. You know what I right. mean? Like, I always want to be respectful in what his mom wishes for him. Mm-hmm. But then I also don't want to compromise my household and right. what and the rules that I set. So it's very difficult. And the only thing I can say is to be consistent. And that's what I've learned, too. Like, our counselor, Jessica, she has worked wonders with Trav and I. Because mm-hmm. um, not only are you working on a relationship with your bonus child, you have to work on a relationship with your husband. Right, absolutely. You have to respect him and his wishes. And I'm very stubborn, I will admit, that it's my way or the highway when it comes to cash-in. Me too. Like, when it comes to my (laughs) baby, I'm like, you what? No, 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 that's not going to happen. Yeah. And I've learned, and it sounds bad, so bear with me, that... Your bonus child, as much as you love and adore them, you can't make that final decision for them. No. He has a mom. He has a dad. Yeah. And it's my responsibility as a wife to my husband and an extra mom to Aiden that I support my husband's decision. Right. He can ask for my opinion, but that doesn't mean that my opinion is what he's going to do. That's the key. That was a very, yeah, hard pill to swallow for me. But once you put that in your life and that your perspective and you think about that, mm-hmm. that whole relationship is easy. Yeah. It's been so freeing to me just to be that extra fun person right. for Aiden. And yeah, I don't parent them the same. You don't, you yeah. know, as much as people say like, Oh, they're both your kids, blah, blah, blah. Sure. You don't, you, you have don't. to watch yeah. what you say. You have to watch what you do. It is a different type of love. But at the end of the day, it's still love. That's the easiest thing that just support, support your other spouse. And for like dads, like extra dads, yeah. the bonus dads. I mean, 
they probably have some things going on in their head too. Oh yeah, Jesse and I talk about it all the time. They don't probably don't agree and people forget that this is four different parents' backgrounds. Right, exactly. You have a biological mom that came from a background, a biological mm-hmm. dad that came from a background, and two extra parents that came from backgrounds. Yep. So you have four different parenting skills into one child or right. more. So it's very difficult. And the best, like you said, yours is consistency. Mine is talking about it. Talk to people who walk your same journey. See what they're feeling. See what they think. See what's to help them. Mm-hmm. Seek that knowledge because it's only going to make your relationship so much stronger. It's a constant effort. I think mm-hmm. that for me, I decided when I got with Jesse and I was like, okay, this is a step situation. What am, how am I going to handle this? And at the time, it was a little bit easier because I was fresh in receiving my stepdad. Mm-hmm. You know, when I met Jesse, I was maybe 25, 26. And mm-hmm. so I had only been with my dad, my stepdad, for like that long, five or six years, right? And I just thought about everything I felt. Like I felt threatened. I felt like he was replacing all the things that I felt with my step parent coming mm-hmm. in, I wanted to eliminate that from yeah. my situation. And I think so in that way, it was kind of helpful for me. I had to eliminate the threat for his mom, mm-hmm. as well as like you said, Jesse, just to know like, Hey, I'm not here to do anything except to help you, yes. you know? And I promise That when you're not around, I'm going to do all that I can to honor parenting your child the Mm -hmm. way that you would. So Mm -hmm. for me, I think once I showed that, it kind of like dropped guards, if there were even any, which I I think there were at first, which is normal. It's one of those things that is a constant effort for working at and changing. And the older they get, the less it will matter. Mm-hmm. But when they're so tiny, you know, it it matters because, like you said, they're they're going to kindergarten and they're really not going to get, they're not going to understand it until they're in middle school, maybe. Because even Kiana, she's five, right? And mm-hmm. she's like, is Amir your, she's trying to figure it out. Is Amir your son? But then mm-hmm. daddy's not his daddy? And, like, that's even confusing for, so it's been interesting to have that dynamic even Mm-hmm. We're both her biological parents, and she's looking at Sam and Amir like, why are they going to another house on the weekend? I think we think a lot about, like, the ours children. Yeah. Like, we focus a lot on our relationship with our extra bonus, but we forget to, like, what do our children think? Right. When their sibling leaves every other week, and, like, we have a schedule where we have Aiden, like five days and then he goes to his mom for five days and then we have him for two days like it's called two two three yeah or two two five um so we go about five days without seeing him and now we're in the summer we go week on week off so it's you know he used to wonder and like i said cashin's only three um he used to wonder why aiden left right and he's only three so i can only imagine when he is five or when he you know, is in middle school too. Like, wait, what is really going on? What family dynamic do we have? Right. And it's going to be, I'm not ready for those questions. It's interesting. And I think with time and as people grow, you'll have, you know, life and God do wonderful things as Mm -hmm. time goes along. Trust is gained. People notice change as much as they don't want to. I -hmm. think that, you know, Sam's mom, took note to the fact that I was, you know, here to assist and not to cause any waves or any, you know, mishaps because it makes it difficult for my house too. It's like, we're in this together. We're not, I'm not here to compete or be better or any of those things that the enemy can put into our heads. That's just not the case. And I think once it's, once you've been consistent and then you gain an understanding, that's when everything kind of like balances out, but there's still always going to be hiccups. Like our latest argument is why Sam doesn't walk to school. (laughs) I just, I don't understand it, you know? And then my husband's like, well, I just think you're being too protective of Amir. 
because Amir never got a ride to school. And I'm like, this isn't about Amir. It's about our kids each following the same rules. Right. But then his mom doesn't feel comfortable with him walking, mm-hmm. you know, because for the, her own set of reasons. So I had right. to, like, get that through my head, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it seems so trivial. But these are, this is the type of crap that yeah. <laughs> comes I up. I don't even think, like, what we're, our biggest <laughs> thing right now is. And see, like, that's another one, too, is boundaries. Boundaries are so important in yeah. a blended family. And I have boundaries to where... Um, I don't have to look at a text message or respond to a text message or anything like that. So I've kind of been out of the loop, which is fine for me because it doesn't stress me out. Um, So I'm trying to even think like what it could be. Homeschooling is our Mm. biggest thing right now. And I truly don't believe in homeschool um, because I'm not good at teaching it. Sure. (laughs) So, and my husband's against it, but... Aiden's mom really wants to. Mm-hmm. And so my biggest thing I told Travel is like, look, um, whatever you decide, I support you, but just know X, I'm not about it. So how would that <laughs> look if your kids are in school? Is she wanting to homeschool him? Yes. Okay. So I was going to say, does she expect for on your weeks for you to follow suit or is she, or, or would he go to her house? This is so new, too. Um, it's kind of just, like, up in the air. Yeah. And that's another thing we just don't know. But, like, I think that only that's our biggest misunderstanding, you would say. Yeah, because there's moment. so many open-ended questions that yeah. I think either party doesn't have an answer to. But yeah. I let my husband deal with it. I didn't have a baby with her. My husband did. Right. <laughs> so I let him do all of those things. And if I overhear, of course, you know, I have me in the background talking. But... I don't, I don't really try to get involved with it. I think that that's great advice because, you know, that's the first time I've heard that. So it's very insightful to to think about Jesse. He had, you're right. I mean, and and I just, I'm so hands on and I'm so like, like you, I'm like, this is what we're doing. This is Mm -hmm. how we're parenting that I don't even think like. Because in my mind, then I have to separate the fact that he's not mine. In my head, I have and to... And it hurts. And it hurts. And I have to categorize it like, okay, except for you, I got to put you over here. You have a different set of rules. And I I have a really hard time, like, processing that. Mm-hmm. So I, I just parent the way that I know how to parent all three kids. And, you know, I have to stop and think, like, okay this isn't my battle. <laughs> yeah. You're right. It's not. And at my only job, as far as Jesse's concern is to support him. Mm-hmm. That's, that's difficult. It is. And I just... it, it's, it's hard for sure. And like my counselor said, the best is like, cause I, like you said, I'm very involved. Yeah. Very involved in Adam's life. I will take him to soccer games. I will go to a teddy bear parade. I will be that extra extra mom right (laughs) on so she told me whenever it's you and the boys parent them the same Mm. that's your responsibility there no one else is around you if you're at the park and you don't want them to do the monkey bars they ain't gonna do the monkey bars right like but if dad is there dad can tell him Okay. If dad doesn't want him to do the monkey bars he isn't gonna do them but if dad says yes that's fine that's your, you step back and you say, you know what? That's, that's the rule. Yeah. Dad Cause essentially correct. you're kind of taken from your husband's without even meaning to or yeah. realizing I never thought about it that way. And then with mom is there. So like there's incidents, we're at a soccer game and my husband works on Saturday, so he's never really there. Sure. Um, Aiden would just be, you know, messing around, not listening to his mom. And that furiates me. Right. Because you don't respect her. And if you're not going to respect your mom, mm-hmm. like you're not going to respect anybody. Right. So I'll go over there. I'm like, look, dude, I know you heard your mom. Right. So you need to do whatever she said or we can go. Yeah. Or like you're out of the game. Yeah. And so like I always implement like if she's there, you're going to listen to her. Yeah. If your dad is there, you're going to listen to your dad. I help, like, I boost them up, too, because I'm like, 
these are your parents. You respect what they have to say. And I think, I mean, that helps. I think it helps the whole dynamic. Oh, absolutely. Because you're eliminating a threat. You know, for for your age and all that you have going on, you're doing a great job. You're doing way better than I did at 23. I read a lot of books. (laughs) I wish I had the insight to, you know, to, Mm -hmm. to even take it that far to educate myself or talk to other people. So I think you're doing a great job. And if you just keep continue on the same path, it will all pan out. I promise Mm -hmm. you it'll work out. It's, I hate to sound like parental, you know, (laughs) every time I try to go and say something, I hear my mom saying it to me and I'm like, damn it, I've become my mom. (laughs) I know, but it's so true. Like, I don't think now at 37, I do not think the way I did at 27 even. Mm-hmm. So 10 years from now, you're going to have a whole different story. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this is, I think you're doing a great job. So thank you. Thank you so much. Don't uh, let anyone take that from you. Yeah. You have your days for sure. And I think you know this, whether yeah. you're a mom and you have your days or you're an extra mom and you have your days, like whether you're just a human being, yes, you have bad days. It's hard. I posted a video last night about my own daughter. It is hard hard being a mom just in general you yes. know and then I gotta go and complicate it and throw in the blended family right look what we did man but I always tell my kids too that Jesus was in a blended family oh that's true Joseph was not Jesus's dad God our father is Jesus's dad and Mary is his mom they made it work and they, look look what he created look what Jesus came out to be right and a blended family he did it he did big so, things. <laughs> so I tell him all the time, like, look, it's not the norm. People don't think about it, but it really ultimately, that's where we came from. Yeah, I don't I hate when people say, like, other outsiders, like, paint this picture of what it, of what normal is. It is normal. It's lots of families are blended mm-hmm. a lot, like, yep. probably more so these days than mm-hmm. one family unit other people have to be careful about stigmatizing especially if they're not in one how are you going to talk about a blended family if you're not in one exactly I don't understand that or there's people who are like wow like when I'm like oh yeah we're good I'm good with my son's other mom I'm good with it yeah she's that's amazing she lives a street over like that yeah, she ironically lives the blo- a block over. You know, that was convenient. <laughs> yeah, convenient. It wasn't intentional. It's just the way life happened, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I never have anything bad to say about her in front of the kids or period. I, yeah. if her and if Jesse's being a little snotty, I'm like, you could probably reward that. That's, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I feel like they don't get that we do that more than like really anything. I'm always like, hey, like you have to watch what you say. Yeah, because they don't say that a different way. We're like we're the other side, the female version, like if he would have said that to me, right that's not okay. So hey, you need to apologize. I know. You're like, girl, I actually have your back. (laughs) And you don't even even know. know. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even know. Yes, let's just all can't we all just get along (laughs) to raise the babies. It takes a village. It does. It takes a village. A village. So um, which brings me to my next question. You have um, started a blog. Yes. And I have to be honest with you in the theme of being a bonus mom. I didn't even know you were a bonus mom mm-hmm. until I saw it on your blog. I, I genuinely thought those were all of your biological <laughs> children. So again, doing a great job. <laughs> I had no idea. You know, yeah. you do a great. Well, they look just like their dad. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, they look just like him. Cashin has my attitude. And, I mean, Aiden does act like his mom. And she's a very, like, she, there's aspects where I'm like, man, that's your mom. Yeah, you can and see I, and it. I'm like, I'm like I, need to, I need to take that. Like, there's some things I'm like, oh, I need to try that out. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, they look just like him. So, people don't even know. Yeah, I think it's great. I love I love reading about the boys and your experiences. It's like a little insight, you know, mm-hmm. into who you are. So what inspired you to start this blog? So I started it actually about two years ago and it was a private thing. Oh, I really? was in a, Yeah. I was in a really like tough spot with who I am as a wife, who I am as a mother, who am I as a bonus mom? I was just like, and I thought no one 
no one knows what I'm going through. I'm yeah. alone in this. So I just started typing, being creative with those thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, you know what? Maybe I should share this. Yeah. And so I openly started sharing insights of my life. Um, cause Instagram, I love it. Yeah. It's a great platform, but you only see a glimpse into people's lives, sure. especially what they want you to see. That one photo that. could either make or break somebody. And like, so I wanted to go more than just 120 words yeah. on a square. Um, so I started sharing it. And then I got a lot of people like, like you said, they didn't know I was a bonus mom. They didn't know that I was only 23 Yeah, with two kids and I was married. They didn't know. And my family, like they didn't know how I was feeling trying to be this perfect mom, perfect wife, perfect bonus mom, like mm-hmm. this perfect person that does not exist. And then slowly but surely, it kind of just turned into a documentation of my life. You know, you talk about leaving a legacy and my children, mm-hmm. both of them, they're my legacy. I wanted a place to where when I'm gone and they have a place where they can look and see their childhood because people don't keep photo albums anymore. Sure, yeah. You're like right. that's not something they do. My Nana does. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I don't. And I wanted to create something that they could look back and see their childhood or they could read about their childhood my grandchildren could read about it and that's what it kind of turned into and then I created the snapshots of the smiths as so our, cute as our hashtag because if you ask anybody I'm all about taking photos yeah like I will take 150 photos and only find like two that are good yeah and the other ones are removing no one's looking no one's not smiling <laughs> I have two boys who don't like taking photos. Yes. Um, so I created the snapshots of the Smiths so you could just click it and you could see us as a family. I love that. Such Snaps. a cute idea. And then, you know, of course, everything now is an influencer and I don't think sure. I'm an influencer. But a lot, I mean, people do ask me, how do I do this? Or what do you think about this? And so my I'm one of those people. Turned... <laughs> <laughs> my blog has turned into my journey more so now of my life. And my Instagram has turned into my days, documenting my days as they go. You know, some, I know a lot of people say, well, your life looks perfect on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, that's what Instagram's for. Instagram isn't for you to be crying, mopey crying. I know, I don't don't think I'm a good crier, so (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to be crying on there. But I'll tell you, you know, if someone cut me off, you better believe I might take a boomerang of that car and say, I guess you're in a hurry. Yeah, right. I'll call you out. But... <laughs> yeah, I'll call you out on there. Um, but yeah, I think my blog has turned into more of my my life and how I how I do things. Yeah. As a mom, as a wife, as just me, Michaela. And then my Instagram turned into just squares that we're documenting my days. Yeah. So is that the main focus of your blog is you, you as a mom and a bonus mom and you're c- kind of your journey going along with that? Yeah. And I then, do's, my don'ts, what I like, what I don't like, what works for me might not work for you, but what works for you might not work for me. Right. So what has been the biggest um, struggle and your greatest gain in this blog journey? My biggest gain is knowing that I'm not alone. Oh, that's good. There's, it's wild. There's so many people mm-hmm. out there who are young moms, yeah, who are young married moms, who are young married moms with extra children, mm-hmm. and then there's, you know, just girls, right, alone. I like to think my sister looks at my blog. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure she does. My whole family is dogs me, but you know, just. To see her see me and how I became who I am. Right. And hopefully being influenced by that. You know, God is my number one. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband is my number two. Mm-hmm. And then there's my children. And right. I want people to know about that. So my biggest gain is knowing that they're not alone in their journey. Whatever journey they're walking, they're not alone. My biggest obstacle with it is finding the time to do everything. Amen to that. I work part-time yeah. at an orthodontic office, which I love. I have met so many great friends there. My boss is amazing. And then I'm a mom, so mm-hmm. doing all those mom duties. It's a lot. 
cleaning, cooking, yes. laundry, playing. Then you're a wife. Yep. You got to do those wife duties. You yes. got to love on your man. Right. Right. And, that, yes. and then you have to be you. And I found that being on Instagram, blogging about my life, I express me. That's time for me. Right. That's self-care aspect. I relate a lot to that. That's part of why I started the podcast. It, it's funny because I, I originally wanted to start a blog because I'm a writer and I've mm-hmm. always been. I have books from when I was in high school filled cool. with poetry and short stories. So I was like, I need to put these somewhere. But this is a true story. I could not figure out the whole WordPress thing and just getting my website up and running. And I was like, screw this. I'm just going to podcast because I'm a talker. But now it's kind of like in hindsight, I still need a website for my podcast. <laughs> So I'm just like, I'm just going to keep this podcast thing going until I can figure out this website. But to your point, it's an avenue of self-reflection. And Mm -hmm. you're right. It's hard. It's hard just as a mom at whatever age you are, you know, to try to fit in the wife in the the work. And I work full time. Oh, couldn't do it. And I put a post up about this yesterday. I'm just like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, number one, but I'm doing it. Right. And I, right. And I thought, cool, I'm gonna turn this mic on and talk. It's so much more than that. It's like you need mm-hmm. outlines and scripts. And especially if you're talking just me, it's easy to do this, you yeah. know, because it's a conversation. So it's organic. But when I get on the mic, and I'm just talking about, I don't know, trends, or I have to like script it. And then it's like, when am I gonna do this? And then but I'm it was editing. So good. I love that episode, even though you dog <laughs> me, my mom jeans. My crop top. Girl, you know a little bit of that is because I can't wear them. So, it's bitter <laughs> Betty over so here. Unless you're just jealous. I <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> I was like, if I could wear a crop top, I might, you know, but I can't right now. So, y'all might catch me in a crop top 30 pounds lighter, which is another goal I'm working on. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's been good getting so to um, kind of see into your aesthetic and your flow Mm -hmm. and you you know you talked about instagram and your pages for me in a good way is kind of intimidating because i look at your page and i'm like in a good way i'm like oh my gosh this flows you know and it kind of inspires for me for thought because Mm -hmm. from a air quote influencer i hate that word i know like everyone's an influencer i know you can see someone walk down the street with checkered vans Right. And you're like, ooh, those, those are look cute. Good. Right. I want to get those. Okay. Well, they just influencing you and getting right. those. I know. I hate you that. You see it's a someone title. at a coffee shop ordering a Carl Macchiato. Yeah. And you're like, hmm, that sounds good. I yeah. Want, I get that. They just influence you to get that. Yes. So everyone can be an influencer. And I was joking with my sister in law because she just did a juice cleanse. And I'm like, I need to do that. And not to lose weight, but just to cleanse out sure. my body. You know, detox. I go to church on Sunday. That's my detox for mentally. And so, like, what am I doing to my body? And she would did her journey, and she was joking, oh, I guess I'm an influencer now. I was like, yeah, because you influenced me. <laughs> right. I want to do one too now. Right. So, I don't know when it became a title. Like, when did being an influencer become an actual job? That's crazy to me. Like, I'm just doing what I love, you know? Right. I just don't want to continue to work for somebody else. I want Mm -hmm. to have some type of freedom in my life because life is so short. And it's like Mm -hmm. people are going to work and they're mad about it, you know? And I'm just like, you need to be doing something that inspires you. Mm -hmm. Talking about influencing, you need to influence yourself, you know? Don't (laughs) just post something about whitening your teeth if that's not something that you're passionate about. And that's like on Mm -hmm. my blog, I have... It's called local love. And even yes. though they're not here in Austin, like I will only do something that I'm passionate about. You will not catch me using something that I don't use every single day, every single day. That's just not who I am. That's not who I want to be. And if I ever become a check mark next to my name on Instagram, I still will not be doing that. Right. Cause well, because then you're then this is so funny that you say this, Michaela, because I just <laughs> I just wrote this morning. I wrote up an episode on authenticity. Mm-hmm. And to your point, that's when you compromise your authentic nature, right? Yeah. Who you are as a person and why people even want to be interested to, to, to begin with. To begin with, right. So I know you said that your Instagram's like a snapshot 
Do you think when you're taking these pictures, are you intentional with it? Do you think, okay, this has to coincide? Because that's where my hangups are right now. So I'm asking for myself because I just think, okay, I need to post the picture because I've been silent. And what do I post? And then I get caught in that. Yeah. And then I just don't post anything because I'm mm-hmm. like, forget it. So for you listeners, while she was saying that, I was shaking my head no yeah. the entire time. <laughs> she was. The entire time. <laughs> I will let you in on my secret that I heard, I don't know, about a year ago. I think so. You need to live in the moment, especially with your family, your kids, your husband, your mom, your dad, whatever you're doing, live in the moment. All the photos that I have are a snapshot of my day. I will take, we went to the zoo. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was taking photos because I wanted to create this memory. But when I was done taking photos... My phone was away. Mm. I fed llamas. I rode on the train. I had lunch with my kids. And you don't see that. You just saw us posing in front of some bears. Right. So I took that photo and then I was involved with my family, with this memory. That snapshot, and that's what I love about my hashtag, it's just a snapshot of my day. It's not the entire day. And so the key is is to take that snapshot, save it, and then when you're processing the end of the day, you're in your nice hot bath, you're Mm -hmm. drinking a glass of wine, Mm -hmm. you look at your photos, you find one, and remember what you felt when you took it, and that should be your caption. And so then I have an app on my phone, it's called Plan, and you plan out, that's why mine's so cohesive, it's because I plan out my post. So even though we went to the zoo, on Thursday, I didn't post it, I think, till like Friday or like Saturday when I when it was convenient, when I wasn't doing anything, when I was on my me time, on my blog, schedule time for my Instagram. Okay. If that makes sense. Yes, it does make sense. I have like a whole, I think, five or six photos that I've already taken of my day that I'm not going to share with you till later because I want to live the moment. I want to live now. I want to do things. Right. You know, even though if it's like a t-shirt from what I'm wearing that day and I want to share with you guys, Mm -hmm. I still take a photo and then I move on. Or else what's it all for, right? I mean, take a photo for yourself. That's great. And I get like, it's not about likes. It's not about how many followers you have. It's about what you're sharing Mm -hmm. and what you're doing. How can you change or help someone else's life? Right. I think that's great. That's great advice because I rack my brain. I'm like, shoot, man, I don't even feel like taking, going outside and taking a, because it's not genuine. It's not organic. It has to be. To To get the photos, they have to be. And like, that's why sometimes Aiden does not look at the camera. He will say cheese and he will look up to the sky. Right. (laughs) Ashton will be grumpy. He hates and he'll let me know when he's done taking photos. Yeah. And he'll be a grump. And that's fine. (laughs) That's what you need to get because life isn't perfect. Your yeah, children aren't true. supposed to be picture perfect unless you're doing family photos. That's when I bribe my kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you need to send out a Christmas card. Yeah, that's, that's different. That's when you bribe the kids. <laughs> that's different, right? That, you have to make it genuine or what are you doing it for? Yeah, that's true. That's good advice. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> you're, so welcome. you're so welcome. So do you have any uh, future projects in mind? Like what? It, what? what's your vision if you had a magic wand and you could a year from now even? A year from now. Well, to be really honest, this is so cool. This podcast. Oh, Bye. really? <laughs> yes. Whenever you reached out to me, I was like, um, yeah, of course <laughs> I want to. This was like my year goal to be on a podcast. Oh, so really? You, Yay. you brought my year up. And so what are we in June? Six months. Nice. For it. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I think my next goal would be honestly my life goal. I want to write a children's book. Oh, fun. For blended families. That would be amazing. I think I want would... to write it in a perspective of a child. So because there's books for going potty, there's books for kindergarten, for pre-K, sure. for ABCs. Is there a book out there to read to your children to explain your family dynamic? Mm-hmm. Where you have two moms, and that's great. And where you have two dads, and that's great. And right. where you have all of these siblings. That is ultimately my goal. And I don't think it has to do anything about my blog or my Instagram. But I want that because I didn't have that growing up. Right. My kids don't have that right yeah, now. Yeah, that's good. You're right. So that's, that's my vision of 
getting my name out there to where I can write a book to help other blended families explaining things to their children. Well, I think you should do that now. I'm in the process. And push it. I have the names. I have the characters' names. Awesome. But yeah, I don't I don't know that you have to even have enough exposure to do that. What if your book brings you exposure? Yeah. You know what I mean? I know that I work with somebody who actually wrote a book and I was talking to him, you know, just cuz I'm a curious person. That's another reason why I started a podcast. I yes. like talking to people and just it's interesting to me everybody's story and, you know, mm-hmm the things that they're passionate about. And he is a writer. He works with me full time, but he has his other likes and goals and aspirations. And he was like, yeah, it's actually pretty easy. It was, I was kind of floored at how easily he produced it and published it and he sells it on Amazon. And so when you're ready, I can (laughs) offline give you the resources um, Mm -hmm. or even hook you guys up. It would be it's it was pretty cool just to learn you know like that'd be amazing how he developed it so. I think that's so great everyone has everyone has a day-to-day yeah and everyone has hobbies and things that they're passionate about and I feel like we're such in a society where we just look at one thing and expect mm-hmm. them to be like that that's yes. the only way they're allowed to be right so with Instagram with podcasts with blogs with articles with all of these things you get to know someone a little bit deeper yes and that's because we're all different. That's amazing. Yeah. So. Even even for celebrities, like, I just, I thought it was so crazy how everyone, when Kim said she wanted to be a lawyer, I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, why not at whatever stage you're at in life? I think people forget that we're all just people living the same life. And maybe that's been a dream of hers. And right. her life went this way for so long. And now she's like, I'm going to accomplish this. Why her dad was. Yeah. If anything, like, I feel like people, even if they weren't celebrities, they weren't Mm -hmm. reality stars, like, Courtney went to college. Sure. Why wouldn't we celebrate it? Right. Someone's having an accomplishment. Someone's going somewhere. Something, there's positivity. And I think, like, it's amazing if you want to set up a podcast, if you want to do a blog, if you want to make your Instagram cohesive, if you want, like, never hesitate to reach out. Yes. To anybody. I reach out to people that I follow on Instagram. I'm like, where did you get that? I want this. Or how did you think about this? Be fearless. Yeah. Just the other day, I follow an account and her um, pictures are just so crisp, so clean. And I'm yeah. like, I want that. And I messaged her and I was like, hey, do you do this? And she was like, yeah, here's the link. Like, oh, she didn't nice. have to do that. Right. She didn't have to encourage me at all. But right. she did. So I always felt like people... For real, DM me if you have a question. I will help you. Yeah, I asked you. Yeah. I was like, girl, (laughs) we need to talk about this. What are you using? What are you doing? Yes. (laughs) Because it's... And it's super easy half the time. Right. And stuff you just, like you said, oh, well, I just plan it. I never even, I never even thought about that. Mm -hmm. But it would relieve the pressure, the the stress. you You meal prep. Why don't you just prep your other things? Right. Especially when you have, you know, a a blog or a podcast or even a business, you know. Right. Or maybe if you went on an amazing trip and you just. I mean, you plan plan your life. Yeah. Why would you not plan even the smallest detail? Yeah, that's true. That's it's good stuff, Michaela. It's good stuff. Thanks. <laughs> I'm very knowledgeable. <laughs> <laughs> so, what have your what have been your um, favorite collaborations up until this point, or features, if by any other bloggers and bloggers that you follow or you're inspired by? I think the coolest thing for me was I'm a big t-shirt person. Mm-hmm. Like, I love my t-shirt and jeans. The only time you see me dressed up on Instagram is because it's church. Yes. Or I'm going on a date. Yeah. <laughs> and so I reach out to Mama Bird & Co., which she's here in Austin. Oh. I just love her Love her tees. Yeah. Especially the ones like, you know, just add coffee, Mom Gone Rad. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know, I'm passionate about wearing t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Why don't I just reach out? So I emailed her and I said, hey, would you want to do a collab? And I think within like a couple hours, she said yes. Nice. I mean, I just reached out, and I've been an ambassador for her for a while now. Love it. 
My second one, and I felt like a low-key, you made it, Yeah, was Academy reposted a picture of my kids when we went to the Astros game. Oh, cool. Wait, I think I saw that. Yeah, I did. I, I remember that. that. Were they like on a ball or something? Mm-hmm. They were on, yep, I remember that. Yeah. And then um, it's just like small stuff like that. Like you don't think you're noticed at yes. all. And then, you know, I took a picture at the Archer Hotel in Austin. Well, the Archer in New York is the one who reposted it. Oh, man. And it's just like small It's just things. a cool feeling. Right. And so yeah. I think anything, any small thing like that, you reaching out to me to do a podcast, me being featured, even my hair person, Alyssa, yeah. who I'm best friends with. I've known since high school. She right. posts me on her page, and I'm like, Mom, I made it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know. I made it. So I'm very humble. Even, like, someone, you know, my makeup tutorial that I did, someone that followed me reposts it. I get just, like, goosebumps. Yeah. I get happy about stuff like that. So anything that I can inspire anybody to repost or to do to, right. that's, like, the best, the best feeling. So yeah. all of those collaborations, all of those features, like, I have to say all of them. Because I don't do, like I said, I don't do something that I'm not, I'm not proud of, or I wouldn't, I wouldn't support. Right. I think um, that it's super encouraging too, just for other people to hear that, because there's a lot of people who might be sitting on their idea and thinking like, who would want to hear this from me? You know, like you said, you never know. You never know who's going through what you're going through. And the minute you start to speak out about just your experiences and being authentic and genuine to who you are, then all of a sudden people are like, oh, my gosh, thank you. Me, too. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just that nobody wants to feel like they're in it alone, even Mm -hmm. if it's, you know, girl, I fried my hair off the other day. People, (laughs) you know, it could be something so small to something like blended families. I mean, Mm -hmm. That's how I met my best friend, stepping out of the norm. My best friend, Nicole, I met her at church. Didn't know she ever heard me talking about being, I uh, say, you know, because in society, you have to say stepmom. If you say extra mom or bonus mom, they're like, what? Are yeah. About? So she overheard me talking like that. And um, she said, oh, are you, are you a stepmom? I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> what did I say now? And she, I turned around like, yeah. She goes, me too. There's a small group. Do you want to go? Oh, nice. And for two years now, me and her have been super close. I call her for any problem I have because we just opened up that door. Yeah. It's just being yeah. fearless and letting mm-hmm. down your guard and, mm-hmm. you know, just taking, just going, taking a chance and going for it. Because like you said, you never know. And some of the, the resources and links and collaborations, they, the answer is going to be no if you don't try. Right. right. That's How for do sure. Know? How do you mm-hmm. know? If you never ask, well, then the answer for sure is no. So yeah, exactly. exactly, you are wise beyond your years, Ms. Michaela. I am. It's it's very um, fun to, you know, watch you flourish, and just read about your day to day. And so, where can our listeners find out about you and your blog and more into snapshot? Of your life <laughs> of this mess yes. yeah so you can follow me on instagram um it's miss dot dot smith um and then my blog is mama dot com because i am a mom of two beautiful smith boys <laughs> yes. and then i and on my um, blog there's different links you can follow my spotify my pinterest and my instagram i just put on my spotify because i create like the coolest playlist titles i feel like i'm like people need to hear these like people just need to hear these songs because they're gonna live their best life if they do yeah why not Mm -hmm. if you love it you never know you're right (laughs) (laughs) well thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to uh talk to me and do this podcast with me i love doing this it's no thank you so much for having me this is literally like i said a year goal and you made it happen in six months i'm excited about that (laughs) (laughs) i can't wait to share this with everybody because i know there's a lot of listeners that of mine that are stepmoms yeah that want to know more about marketing on instagram how they can create a podcast and blog and stuff like that yeah absolutely and and of course anybody can reach out to me I mean I don't know that I have I'm winging it I'm not even gonna (laughs) lie but but everything that I've learned up until now I'll be happy to share (laughs) (laughs) and collaborate (laughs) I am all about it so yeah 
All right. Well, I look forward to hearing more from you. Yes. And same. everybody be sure to check out Michaela outside of her looking just like Mila Kunis. It's oh my goodness. <laughs> a little weird <laughs> FaceTiming you because I'm like, wait, but you definitely. Your... Cut your way, babe. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> She's super cute. She has a very cute blog and her family is adorable. So check her out and I will catch you guys next time. You've listened to an episode of Sugar Coated. And remember, new episodes air every Wednesday. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to your podcast. I will be your bestie for life for a five-star review. And if you love this episode, share it with a friend. I want to hear from you. So be sure to hit me up on Instagram or Facebook at Sugar Coated Podcast, where you can follow for all the latest updates. Catch y'all next Wednesday. Peace.